Vince is hiding under the under the chair. Yeah. I miss when he used to join us up here for recording. He hasn't done that in a while. He he was in the last episode. Oh yeah, he very much was because he shoved his purring face <laughs> into the microphone. <laughs> He's just like, hey guys, I'm still here. It's not just Cosmo. <laughs> and meanwhile, Sam's just asleep during all of it, so you never hear him. And farting. Yes. You don't you don't see or hear Sam, but oh god, do you smell him? <laughs> He's such an old man. He is. He just I love eats him. like cabbage all the time. You know, like <laughs> gross old man food. <laughs> Hi guys. <laughs> Sorry, I got a bubble stuck in my throat. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Cough Topic. Nice. Good. <laughs> it's almost like we rehearsed it. We don't. We though. don't. We don't. We just see what happens. <laughs> And it's, so far, it's been working out. Yeah, no, we're doing good. Isn't that pretty much how this whole podcast is? Yeah, it's like nothing's rehearsed. Just see where it goes. Mm-hmm. Well, it's pretty good. It's like, oh, this is working. Yeah, we can use this. <laughs> I'm not terribly ashamed. We've got maybe a very exciting episode for everybody today. Maybe. maybe someone's bored by this. I don't know. I think um, it's exciting. I think it's exciting, too. Person who's bored by it, too bad. Get wrecked. Get shrekt. <laughs> Once again, Allison, tell us, what are we doing today? So, today we're going to be talking about my trip to Salem. So, today I'm going to be listening, <laughs> and Allison is going to tell us about her trip to Salem. Yeah, so, um, I wish she could have gone. Fun fact, I was invited. Yes, she was, but you're going to LA soon, so you gotta... Yeah, this was before I had employment, so I was like... One, I don't have money, and if I do have a job at that time, I can't take off that many days yeah. so close to each other. Yeah, I need to save up for L.A. too, because that's yeah. going to be fun. Oh, it's going to be so much fun. L.A. Stay tuned for that episode. L.A. episode. So, tell us about Salem. Wait, real quick, before we get into oh, okay. me talking for, like, three years, how are you doing? Oh, uh, I'm good. Good. <laughs> do you have uh- anything you- Good. Because <laughs> it's tight. It's all good. Do you have any updates you would like to give the people? Hmm. Anything new and wonderful and exciting? My current office is terrified of the coronavirus, and it might give me some paid time off. <laughs> that's the only good thing that could come out of all this stupid fear-mongering that's been going on. And the um, cheap airfare. Oh, true, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, Let's let's leave the country. Let's do it. Hey, we could probably do it for like 20 bucks. <laughs> be great. Yeah, I'm down for that. There was like a case up in somewhere in Massachusetts near where we were and everyone's like, oh my god. Oh, there's the- one closer to home now. Yeah, no, I heard. But like when before we went to Salem, you know, like I was hearing things about like, be careful. There's one in Massachusetts and there's a case in New York. I'm like, yeah, okay. Wash your hands. Yeah, be wa- fine. wash your hands. Uh, don't sneeze on people. You're fine. <laughs> It's not the Black Plague. <laughs> Darn. So yeah, I was able to spend the weekend up there. We got there Friday night, and we left Sunday night. So we got to spend more or less like two days there, and I just tried to like shove in as many things as I possibly could, because I was like, I might not get another chance to come up here for a while or ever, so I gotta do stuff. And we were talking about it, like, I definitely want to go there again. Mm -hmm. It's completely doable. The weather was not as bad as I thought it was going to be for March in Massachusetts. 
pretty good. Like for most of it, it was like in the forties, fifties. Like yesterday, I wasn't I wasn't even wearing a jacket at that point. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, I I thought it was gonna be like snowing like crazy which it did snow actually when we first got there and then that was the end of it (laughs) so i was very grateful for that you know pretty sunny no rain it's nice so before i get into what i did specifically on my trip let's remind people why salem's famous you see there was a movie made in salem and that's why it's famous yes so in the year of our lord 1992 they filmed hocus pocus there and then it came out the following year, and it was a watershed moment in American cinema, and that's the only reason why people go to Salem. <laughs> the movie actually really became popular, like, recently, and I blame millennial nostalgia. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it was big when I was growing up, too. I remember... It was, it was a big movie, but it was still, like, this is just a Halloween movie everyone's excited to see during Halloween. Uh-huh. Now it's, like... People are just foaming at the mouth for Hocus Pocus. Yeah. I mean, like, I really enjoy the movie. I watch it every Halloween, or at least I try to. But, like, some people take it way overboard. <laughs> yeah. I mean, my cat's name is Binks. That's cute, And I'm though. still one of those people who's like, calm down, guys. Yeah, like, it's not the best movie ever made. It's, like, can't be fun. Exactly. But it's not, insert, great movie name here. Because I, <laughs> I don't watch good movies. I yeah, only watch neither. trash. <laughs> That's not even, like trying to bash our taste like we really just yeah. watch bad movies <laughs> so yeah um i think something happened a few years before hocus pocus came out too in salem but i'm, I'm not entirely sure what was it uh hmm. there was like a cookout challenge or something there or... was there i don't think that's it um oh. the olympics no <laughs> <laughs> I was trying so hard not to laugh. (laughs) So, yes. A little bit before 1993, in 1692. Before the Olympics. Before the Olympics. Well, some of them, because, like, the Greeks were doing it. But anyway. Before the American Olympics. Yes. Well, yeah. Before the Olympics. (laughs) As we know them. So, they were... Salem was the site of the infamous Salem Witch Trials, which actually, um... We were there for, like, the anniversary of the beginning of it, kind of. Because it started in the beginning of March, which is when we went. And I was like, oh, that's so weird. Yay! If you know anything about American history, you've probably heard about the Salem Witch Trials. But basically, if you've never heard of it before, it was a very dumb, in hindsight, mass hysteria that happened in the late 17th century. Because women, pretty much. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, many people were accused of witchcraft for a variety of reasons, honestly. Like, if your neighbor didn't like you, you got accused of witchcraft. <laughs> yeah. It was, um, it was quite a time. And people like to, like, make fun of it now and, you know, how stupid it is. You know, people use the term witch hunt to describe any, like, nonsensical, like, accusations based on no fact. But I think people forget that it was also a tragedy, too. Yeah. So, 19 people were executed for being witches. None of them were witches, so they lost their lives for nothing. A bunch were imprisoned. A bunch fell into horrible debt because of the accusations. 
Some had to leave Salem altogether to avoid, you know, getting killed. And many were tortured and psychologically scarred. Mm-hmm. So, just to keep that in mind, you know, this was an actual thing that happened, you know? It's not just, like, hee-hee-ha-ha, Halloween time. There's there's a movie. It's actually a play, but there's also a movie with Nona Ryder is in it. The Crucible. Crucible. Yeah. My brain wants to say, like, concubine. I'm like, that's not the word. <laughs> concubine. That's how my brain works. It's just like, that's the word. So I'm yeah. like, no, it's not. That's oh, yeah. not the word. No, everyone was talking about The Crucible when we were there. Um, mm-hmm. if you, I'm getting, like, flashbacks to, was it, I forget if it was freshman or sophomore year, um, I wasn't English. in AP, so I didn't do that in you, high school. You didn't read The Crucible? I thought you did. No, I read it in college. Oh, okay. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> Smarty over here. <laughs> but I, I bring it up because that's a pretty good summation of the witch trials and their nonsensicalness. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you know, The Crucible is a play and it's not based 100% on fact, there was some stuff changed around to make it more narratively interesting. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that's a, a good, like, visual aid to show you how ridiculous this whole thing was. And, like, later down the line, people realized, most of them realized at least, that, oh, that was really dumb. But at that point, the damage had already been done. Mm-hmm. And there's no way we can give people their livelihood or their lives in general back. So, it's kind of interesting that Salem's kind of become such a tourist attraction, you know. A lot of people go for the history. There's some hokey stuff we'll get into, too. But, you know, it's it's like that show you were talking about, Dark Tourism. Yes. It's kind of a, a mecca where people go to learn about very morbid and see very morbid things. Mm-hmm. And obviously, there's other stuff that happened in Salem, too. You know, it's not just like... 1692 happened and then the town like stayed in the bubble and didn't change you know (laughs) it's massachusetts so its history goes all the way back and there's a bunch of cool things you can do so yeah that's my little summation of salem i think i first learned about it through hocus pocus and i was like oh that didn't happen for real right that was just a silly witch movie well i mean it was but it was based on real horrifying events (laughs) My, I pretty much grew up on, like, witch TV shows and movies, so mm-hmm. I, I, like, knew about it, but I also didn't know, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like a lot of it has sort of become, like, myth, sort of. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things that I thought were true that I found out on this trip are not true. There's things I never knew about before that I learned on this trip that really changed the way I see this historical event. So it was really interesting. Even if you, you know, read The Crucible, you think you know the trials inside and out, I recommend either, if you can go, go to learn more or, you know, take out a book on them. I feel like there's still a lot of stuff, especially in today's world, that we can learn from mass hysteria and Mm -hmm. lobbing accusations against the downtrodden and marginalized people doesn't sound familiar at all but you know it does that's just me personally what i think yeah i mean it's not like history is repeating itself that doesn't happen no it's fine you know no one's getting thrown into jail for no reason while no charges are being thrown against them nope yep it's fine so yeah day one was pretty much us just going to the airbnb we got there around like midnight which was friday night slash saturday morning 
Um, it was a very long car ride. That was fun. Um, so we got to the Airbnb. We were actually staying in Salem proper, which I was really excited about because it's like, oh, everything's right there. You know, you don't have to go on some like crazy drive to get to places. And it was really nice. It was like a very nice New England style house. Because it was New England style, nothing made sense in the way it was built. So, um, we had a full kitchen and dining room. We had a living room. We had a TV with Roku, which came in handy. And then right off from the living room was my room. And we found that. And then it's like, oh, where's the other room? Where could it possibly be? So then we went down to the basement past the boiler room and that's where the other bedroom was. What the heck? I don't know. I don't know. There was like a huge mirror like near the boiler room too. It just, it didn't make any sense, but Why didn't you sleep in the boiler room room? Because I found the upstairs room room first. Okay. (laughs) And I was like, I was so tired I just wanted to throw my stuff down. Like, this is my room now. (laughs) So I slept on the ground level uh, room, which I don't trust ground level it's like, uh, you could just break the window. <laughs> I don't know. That's just my big city living paranoia there. Okay. <laughs> but no, it was fun. I had a whiteboard in my room, so I was just filling it up with nonsense. <laughs> oh, yeah, I saw him. He put a picture up, right? Yes. It's on Instagram. Plug, plug, plug. Follows at gothtopicpod. <laughs> <laughs> Is it a safe story? Uh, yes, it okay. is. So if you look at Salem 2020, those are all the ridiculous pictures I took of things. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> cool, 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 cool. <laughs> so yeah, uh, Airbnb was very nice. Um, I really love Airbnb because I feel like you probably spend less than if you got a hotel and you get more, depending on where you go to. Do you have some feelings about Airbnb? I feel like nowadays... Sometimes hotels are cheaper. Well, I mean, sometimes, yeah, but I also, I don't know. The thing with hotels is they can't give you the feeling of actually living in the place like Airbnbs do. Like, I've heard some crappy Airbnb stories. I've only been, I've only stayed in Airbnbs twice, but I've had Mm -hmm. amazing experiences in both of them. And I'm not completely against them. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be in an Airbnb when we go to LA. Mm -hmm. But there's another issue I have with Airbnb a lot, Mm -hmm. is that some people will have their listing as, like, entire house, Mm -hmm. but then when you read into it, it's not the entire house. It's, like, an attached apartment, or a basement apartment. That's crappy. Yeah, one time Alice and I accidentally booked something like that, so... I'm in this, like, living room watching TV, mm-hmm. and there's, like, a door on the side, and all of a sudden I see a light turn on under the door, and I hear people talking, and I was so freaked out. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, there are strangers on the other side of the store. I was under the impression that we'd be completely alone. Yeah. And then we found out, no, this is, like, some sort of small apartment complex. It's all ground floor, one-bedroom apartments next to each other. That's really weird. Yeah, and I was completely unaware of that, and I did not like that. And there's a lot of Airbnbs that do that, and I am not okay with it. Definitely look up reviews and all that before you go. Um, Like I said, I personally haven't had an issue with them, but also I haven't been the ones booking Mm -hmm. the rooms directly. Like, when I went to London, we got an Airbnb, and they told us straight out it's a flat, and that's what it was. It was 
Well, yeah, like if you know what you're signing up for, that's different than going in with this impression of Mm -hmm. the whole house is ours and then being like, oh no, someone lives in the roof. (laughs) Well, yeah, I mean, they could have very easily lied to us and just given us like one room. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's my biggest fear is like people live in the walls. So I was just, ah. Um, I don't think anyone, because I know it was like a regular house, but it was kind of divided in a way where it could be apartments. Mm -hmm. So we had our own space. It was really nice. Um, and then there was like a door to the other half of the house that would have been the other apartment, I guess. It was really confusing. I don't understand New England. Um, (laughs) but it worked out really well. We had plenty of space, you know. It's nice and quiet. Um, I didn't hear anyone else in the house, so maybe it's like two Airbnbs and the other one wasn't being used. That, that could be it, too. Yeah. But it was it was really nice. I was excited. Mm-hmm. The bed was really comfortable. It was like hotel-style bed. Ooh, nice. Like, high thread count. Lots of pillows. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's nice. <laughs> um. So, yeah. Uh, first day we got there, we pretty much slept and that was about it. But then the next day, which was Saturday, is when we really, like, packed all of our stuff into doing that day. So the first thing that we did in Salem was we went to the Salem Witch Museum. Now, I was a little worried when my friend said that uh, they wanted to go there because I looked it up online and it didn't say museum like, usually on Google, they'll list it as, like, you know, they'll have the name and then exactly what it is underneath it. It didn't say museum. It said tourist attraction. And I was like, oh, goody. And there was a lot of mixed reviews. So I was like, what is this? So it's interesting. Um, <laughs> it's like an hour-long presentation, basically. Um, all the audio in it sounds like it was recorded in 1982. Probably was. It probably was. Um, and it tells the story of the Salem witch trials through mannequins. <laughs> so, it'll, like, shine a light on a mannequin and be like, this is Sarah Good. <laughs> that sounds horrifying. It was, it was horrifying. They had this really good one of Satan that, like, bookended the story. Did you, did you take a picture? <laughs> I didn't, because we weren't allowed to take pictures inside. Oh, no. Uh, they had, like, a really good animatronic, well, not animatronic Satan, it was a mannequin. Now I'm just picturing it like Chuck E. Cheese. Was he hot? <laughs> <laughs> Most important question. Was I, the Satan <laughs> Was the Satan hot? I mean, yeah, I'd let him hit it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. Continue. <laughs> So, yeah. I think there's, like, a ride at Disney called, like, the Carousel of Progress or something. I've never been. (laughs) Yes, I've been on that. That's what that was basically like, except we weren't moving. It was just, like, models just telling us about things that happened in history. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. And, um, some of it really showed that it was recorded in the 80s because it was not factually correct to what we understand now. They said something like millions were killed in Europe during the witch trials over there, but we now know it was in the thousands. So, um, point off for that. And so that presentation was over. You know, it was fine. It was good. It was weird, but, you know, fine. And then we went 
to, they split us up into two groups, and then half of us went to the gift shop immediately, (laughs) and then the other half got to see the rest of the presentation right away. So I was in the half that went to the gift shop right away, and um, I was having a field day. I got this really cute, like, iridescent blue and purple mug with, like, an outline of Salem on it. Cute! I gotta show you guys. Um, what else did I get? I got some soap. (laughs) Gotta get soap. Gotta get soap. You know, I gotta smell like a witch. Um, there were some problematic things in the gift shop, like, they were selling white sage there, Mm. and I was just like, no. (laughs) Um, if you guys don't know the controversy behind, uh, white sage, it's, first it's, uh, rooted in Native American beliefs and traditions, so it's kind of appropriation to just be burning it and being like, yeah, purification. Mm -hmm. And also it's incredibly endangered it's being over harvested specifically for the purposes of smudging so most people would be like hey use something else yeah i think we touched upon this in a different episode maybe mm-hmm. use something else yeah it's like i expect whole foods to not know that though i don't expect a witch museum to be like well, we've been to a few shops like that that still sell sage true true but a mu- um, quote-unquote museum i feel like should yeah. know better <laughs> So then we got to my favorite part of this quote-unquote museum, which was modern perceptions of witches. Oh boy. Yes, this was the uh, the very spicy part of it, if you will. So we went in and uh, uh, they started off okay. They had um, a pagan, there's a specific word for it, but I don't remember, basically a medicine woman. It was like, you know, I, I know all about herbs and stuff, and, like, I can help you. And, <laughs> mm. and then we were, like, they were saying, like, you know, because she was seen as the healer, when people died or, you know, even got worse under her care, she was immediately blamed for it, even though there's only so much you can heal. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the next little display thing was, like, a stereotypical, like, Halloween green witch. Good. And it's like, oh, see, this is what they turned her into, because, like, they made her bad. But I'm just like, but why? Like, what had this happen? We we took a really huge leap mm-hmm. from Medicine Lady to Wicked Witch of the West. <laughs> do, you, do you care to explain? And there was a timeline on the wall that we didn't have time to read. They're just like, oh, you can read this if you like. Anyway, let's go to the next one. So the last one was a... Quote-unquote, modern Wiccan couple. And they looked like they were going to the Ren Fair in their little outfits. I really wish I could have had pictures of this. But they just looked like Renaissance Fair extras. And they were saying things that are not true of all Wiccans. Um, I guess, you know, this was very progressive for 1982 when I assumed this was all filmed. But, uh... Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it really con- conflated, like, witches with pagan- oh, not paganism. Witches with Wicca, mm-hmm. which, obviously, they are Wiccan witches, but there are non-Wiccan witches. And it's just like, oh, yeah, this is what modern witches look like. They look like Ren for extras, and they worship the god and goddess, which, again, not entirely true for all Wiccans. Especially not true for all witches. Yeah. And they were were talking about, like, very specific beliefs that are held by, like, some Wiccans. 
they got the calendar wrong. I forgot what it was. Like the the <laughs> the the like holidays were in the wrong places of the year. Yule happens in July. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that sounds right. <laughs> so um yeah. Me me and my friends were just kind of looking at each other like we could probably give a better presentation than this. Yeah, probably. So, yeah. I would not recommend the museum, personally. It's very touristy. The only good thing that came out of it was the gift shop. Well, there's two things. The gift shop and by going there, you got a sticker that you could show around town to get discounts at other things. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So, like, those are the only reasons I would recommend. It's $13 admission for an adult. Haha. Get it. 13 um my friend is actually a museum worker so they got some of us in for free like they would get in for free and then one of us could get in for free so we just like alternated depending on like who got the last one so i got that one for free and thank goodness i did because i would not pay a red cent of my hard-earned money (laughs) to see that nonsense Wonderful. Yes. I mean, don't we dress like Ren Faire extras all the time? Yes. <laughs> I just looked down at my outfit and I, like, came from work, so I'm wearing, like, a blouse and slacks. <laughs> yeah. You know. Ren Faire extra. Yeah. So, after whatever that mu- museum was, quote-unquote, we went on a historic house tour. Yay. Well, that actually sounds really exciting. It was very exciting. It's just, it, when you say it out loud, it just sounds like very... Sounds are, like boring house hunters. Yeah, it's like, what are you, 50? <laughs> <laughs> we actually were the youngest ones in our tour group. Oh. <laughs> so. And it's so funny because it was like mostly like older couples and then you have these three people like all gothed out. It's like, yeah, show us the houses. Tell mm. us about Georgian architecture. <laughs> But the tour guide, she was, like, the sweetest old lady ever. She's like, oh, you three look so sharp. And I was like, ah. So sharp. We're sharp. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The house tour we went on, we saw three houses. One was from the late 1600s. One was the late 1700s. And then another one was later in the 1700s, closer to the beginning of the 1800s. And the first one was basically, like, a shack. Because they didn't believe in, like, decorating, really, at this point. And it's just, like, the Puritans were very functional people. Minimalistic is what we call them now. Yeah, they're very minimalist. <laughs> they had what they needed and not much else. <laughs> um, we saw, like, this contraption that was, like, an old-timey, like, spit roaster. Where it would be near the fire and, like, it had a weight to pull it down and, like, turn the pig. And for oh. some reason, I was just, like, enamored by it. And I'm like, oh, it's so cute. It's like, it, it, it turns the pig. <laughs> I, I don't know why. I was just like, oh, it's so <laughs> Okay. I just got really excited by that. Um, <laughs> and then we went into the next house, which was a sea captain's house. It's a little bit nicer because, you know, this person has status. Mm-hmm. Um so, um, we saw, like, a lot of people trying to copy sort of English styles at the time. It's just like, get as many things as you possibly can, <laughs> is what we saw. We were talking about how 
people at the time would kind of have had bedrooms t- just for show, really. Where Yeah, it was a normal part of house tours to show your bedroom back then. So they would have these very beautiful, lavish, made-up bedrooms that they would barely use. <laughs> what? Why? Because they didn't want to ruin the linens and stuff with their personness. So it's like it's like the old timey version of this is the living room no one goes in. Right? I hate yeah, those. Yeah, the <laughs> Basically, that was like the whole thing. It was like, oh, the parlors. Oh, the parlors. Now we can entertain people. Because apparently back in the day, it was like a sin to have company over. Because of course it was. It's like, you can't have any fun. You can't have people over. You can't play games. No, fun is a sin. Yeah, you can't dance in the woods with your friends. <laughs> Especially not naked around a fire. Nope. It's all forbidden. Mm-hmm. So, no house guests. But now everyone's like, parlors? Why? We can have company over. We have to get the finest things. I need three guest rooms, otherwise I don't even want to look at the house. That's basically what it was. It was just like the old-timey version of that. And uh, the tour guide was basically saying that people would throw themselves into massive amounts of debt just to accumulate social wealth and be like... Uh, you know, I can't afford the payments on my, I was going to say car, yeah, <laughs> on my horse and carriage, but look at this grandfather clock I have. <laughs> Apparently skewed priorities were just always a thing in America. <laughs> it seems really weird to me, just the idea of giving people a tour of your home and showing them the bedroom. Yeah. Because I wouldn't want to do that. Yeah, times have changed. My bedroom's closed off. I'm like, no, that's where I'm hiding everything. Yeah, no. You don't want to go in there. <laughs> Meanwhile, this is like big four-poster four beds, and it's like ridiculous. Yeah, it's, like, it's like, no, the handcuffs are still attached to the headboard. You can't go in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're terrible. Thank you. They also had like an old-timey toaster. Was it, it the the one you like put on the fire and then you put on the toast? Kind of, yeah, I think. I think we're thinking of the same thing. And again, you know, like the spit roast, I was just like, it's the little toaster! <laughs> it's like, you know, this is what I came to Salem for, not for the witch trials or anything like that. I was just like, oh, spit roast and a toaster. Look at the old kitchen appliances! I love it! You know, it's one of the things I like old fashioned irons. Yes. Where you put them on the stove and then you pick them up. Yeah, no, it was really interesting because, like, everything used to be cast iron back in the day, and Mm -hmm. I don't know how people did any cooking with those things, because they were just, like, 700 pounds each. Oh, meanwhile, I want an entire cast iron kitchen set. (laughs) I mean, I hear it's very nice, but that has to be a pain. I'ma find out when I get one. Well, yeah, and you can be authentic and, like, have it also be the chamber pot. Gross. That's what people used to do. They only had so many pots and pans that it's like, okay, this is done being used as the chamber pot or spittoon now. Now we need it for dinner. This is why people died. (laughs) What do you mean? People lived into their 30s. What else would you want in life? (laughs) So yeah, and the last house we saw was a mansion. A beautiful Georgian mansion. And that was like really done up to the nines. They had wallpaper, which is a big deal back then, even though no one likes wallpaper now. It's kind of gaudy and ugly. As someone who worked in a paint store for a while, people are still ordering wallpaper. Why? 
I wish I can tell you. It's just like, I. that was the first thing I noticed when I went into those rooms. It's like, wow, wallpaper. I hate it. <laughs> Tear it down. But, you know, back in the day, I was like, oh, yes, this is imported from Milan. I've literally tried to talk people out of ordering wallpaper. Especially the people who are like, oh, yeah, we're going to sell the house, so I want to get some wallpaper. I'm like, stop. Yeah, no. Do not do that. Do you want the value to just plummet because you decided to put, mm-hmm. I don't know, leaves on the walls or whatever people like? And I'm like, there's different ways to have an accent wall, Barry. <laughs> yeah, Barry. <laughs> so, yeah, very lavish Georgian mansion. It was like four stories tall, something like that. Um, what else did they have? But they have a parlor. They have a parlor, and they had some fancy master bedrooms. And we stood in the room where a terrible murder happened. Oh, wonderful. So anyway, after that, we went shopping. <laughs> As you do. <laughs> I'll get to the murder later. Um, because, you know, it wouldn't be me without bringing true crime into this. Of course not. <laughs> I, I didn't think I was going to get into crime with this, but we got into How crime. How can you not get into crime talking about Salem? That's true. I mean, like, according to the law, the witch trials were legal. I mean, technically. Technically, yeah. But, you know, then we get into the horrible, gruesome murders that happened in Salem. Just like, my time to shine. But more importantly, right now, shopping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... There are, like, a billion shops in Salem. Uh, that's the one good thing about it is, like, everything's really close to each other. So the first shop that we wanted to go to was literally right across the street from Murder Mansion. I imagine you just, like, zigzag in and out of stores. Kind of, yeah. So the first one we went to was called Crowhaven Corner. It is America's oldest witch, uh, witch shop. Um, it was founded in, like, the 70s. Mm-hmm. And we were just like, yeah, yeah, let's go see some stuff. They had a ton of candles. I came back with, like, three candles from there. <laughs> you know, I just needed a candle, like, too late. I should have told you. But I, I I figured you were probably already on the road when I'm like, oh, I need a candle. What kind of candle? Yellow. That's for that, the, the memory sigil oh, you gave me. Gotcha. Um, No, actually, orange. I need orange. Orange <laughs> is good for memory. All right. Oh, I need to find an orange candle. To Michael's. I actually think I have one. I need to double check. Anyway, we're getting off topic. <laughs> no, no, no. It's okay. We're talking about candles. So, yeah. Um, it was it was so cute. I love it. They had, like, five dogs running around in the store at any Aww. given moment. That was a weird thing. We didn't see any cats in Salem. Anywhere. Just none. Yeah, that's, that's weird. But there was a ton of dogs. Do you think maybe it's just, like, a... A protection thing because people are superstitious regarding cats. I, I don't know. I don't know what it could be. Honestly, I th- I thought maybe it could be that or like people wanting to subvert stereotypes. It's like ah, we got dog witches. You also got like twelve witch shops next to each other. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. So I got some candles from there. They had, like, a bunch of herbs and essential oils for things. They had a bunch of uh, medallions. They didn't have much in the way of crystals, actually. They only oh. had, like, a little bit. And I got an emerald from them. It's the ugliest emerald you ever did see, but I love it to death. <laughs> it's so, like, not, like, in what people think emeralds are. Cute. Oh, yeah, I love it. It's just, it's not, like, shiny and green. 
No, but he is green. Yeah, no, you just need to stare at him. He also sparkles a little bit. So I got an emerald. I got some candles. They had, like, a bunch of tarot decks and things. I was really tempted to get another tarot deck, but I was like, no. Oh, you have one? I have one already, yeah. Oh, yeah, I didn't know that. Let me give you a terrible reading at some point. No. I know. I don't, I don't <laughs> like giving people tarot readings. Like, it's such a personal thing for me that I wouldn't want to do it for other people, if that makes sense. Is this the time where we bring up the gift you got me? Oh, if you'd like to. Allison got me a gift, and I'm showing the microphone as if you guys can see it. Isn't it great? <laughs> it's a Myths and Mermaids Oracle of the Water uh, deck. And it's super pretty. It's got these gorgeous mermaid peeps on it. And I'm excited. Yes. Like I was saying before, I feel like oracle decks are just, like, nicer than tarot decks. Because mm-hmm. everyone I know who has a tarot deck, and me included, they just get ripped to shreds by it all the time. <laughs> I was like, eh, let's not do that with Sylvia. I'm sensitive. Yeah. And you know how I feel also about, like, certain types of readings. Mm-hmm. So yeah, oracle cards are nicer. Good way to start out. And they got mermaids, so it made me think of you, like, immediately. Because <laughs> I am a mermaid. Yes, you are. This place also has books, and they do readings there. I didn't get one done because we didn't really have the time. You know what I want to do? Hmm. I want to get a past life reading. Ooh, that would be interesting. I really want to get that done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we need to find a pl- we should find a place that does that. Because I'm interested. I'm curious to see. Mm-hmm. I'm like, <laughs> I just want to see if I'm right. What's your hypothesis? I'll write it down somewhere. I don't want to like verbally say it again. Okay. I'm just imagining it's like, you were. A... It's gonna be something like you don't even expect. You like, were a squirrel. You were a squirrel. You were a mechanic in World War Two. What? <laughs> yeah. You know. <laughs> well, I'll explain some things. You're terrible. <laughs> Continue. Moving on. Candles. You got emerald. Yes, I got an emerald. Uh, my friend did get a reading. They said it was a really good reading, too. Um, they have these little packs of herbs that you can carry with you. That's just like a spell that you can take with you. I wanted to get one, but I couldn't find where they were in the store. Uh-huh. Um, honestly, it's not a big store, but I could have spent forever in there just because I was just like, oh, look at all these things. Look at the candles. <laughs> I actually started using one today. It's a, it's a spell candle for positive energies and growth. It smells heavenly. It's so good. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. I should stop cracking my fingers. It's all good. So, cause there are some like spell candles out there that smell like basement. <laughs> But this smelled so good, and it's purple. I'm just like, yes. Personal growth. Love it. Here for it. Um, The one weird thing, everyone was really nice that ran the shop. The one weird thing is you got a lot of tourists walking in. Now, that isn't necessarily a bad thing. It's a bad thing when they start, like, scoffing and, you know, turning up their nose at stuff because they're expecting, like, Halloween Party City witch stuff there. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what? what's herbs for? This is so boring. I want to leave. It's like, oh, man, this is still people's religion. Mm-hmm. Don't be disrespectful. And that kind of leaks into a 
bigger issue I have with Salem, where it's like the commodification of people's religion. Because right next door to this actual witch shop are two Harry Potter stores. Yeah, I mean, obviously I'm not gonna, like, boycott them. Mm -hmm. But it's just, something doesn't seem right about it to me. Where it's like, you have actual practitioners here. And then you have popular book and movie franchise that takes up twice as much space as that. Mm. And, like, one of the stores was called, like, Remembering Salem. So when I went in, I wasn't expecting Harry Potter merchandise. Yeah, that's really weird. Like, I can understand from, like, a business point of view why they would do that. Mm -hmm. Because they're like, oh, witches. I want to sell everything witch-related. Money. Harry Potter. Yeah. (laughs) But, yeah, it's like, well, this is kind of an inappropriate place and time. Yeah. I feel like it would have done better, like, I'm sure this is when they came out, but, like, when the movies or the books were really popular, mm-hmm. like, that was the time and place for it, and now it just kind of feels especially weird, because it's like, no one's crazy about Harry Potter like that anymore. Well, first, you're wrong. <laughs> well, I mean, it's not, like, the cultural phenomenon that mm-hmm. it was. It's mm-hmm. not, it's like Pokemon. Pokemon's still big, but it's not, like... 1999 when we first got Pokemon over here. It's also weird because it doesn't take place in Salem. It doesn't even take place in America. Yeah. Um, My friends are telling me apparently there is like mentions of a school in Salem that's like the American Hogwarts, but I don't remember any of that. (laughs) I've heard of that too, but still it's like, you know, I would expect more of a like a Hocus Pocus store. That... Honestly, shocked that there wasn't one of those. That I expect to see. Yeah. You know, anything, like, American witchy, mm-hmm. I guess. Like a they charm store, yeah. even, even though that takes place in San Francisco. I know. I was going to say, that's your dream. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to see a house. I'm so excited. I'm going to see a house. <laughs> so, yeah, they just kind of felt out of place and kind of odd to me. Mm-hmm. There was also, in the Remembering Salem store, there was... A Ouija board museum, which we didn't go to because it was like $10 to go into a room with a bunch of Ouija boards on the wall. But that just gets into another issue I had with Salem is that there's a lot of tourist traps that you need to Mm -hmm. be careful of because literally everything will call itself a museum. There was a Ouija board museum. There was a pirate museum. What? There was a Halloween museum. Okay. There was like, but it all looks like storefronts. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's like... It's not an actual museum. Even like what I was saying with the Salem Witch Museum, quote unquote, it was just like an animatronic ride. It wasn't an actual museum. Mm -hmm. It was auditorium plus gift shop. (laughs) So just do your homework before you uh, go see any of these attractions. Shoot, I don't think I, um, I don't think I mentioned the name of the museum that did the house tour. Backtracking real quick. (laughs) We'll just insert it. Yeah. So the museum that did the house tour was called the Peabody Essex Museum. It's like an actual art and history museum. It's not just about, like, spooky scaries. (laughs) So I I did want to see more of it, but unfortunately we didn't have time. So we just did the tour, but I really enjoyed the tour. I learned a lot and I saw a toaster. (laughs) Good review. Yep. Put that on the Google. Yes. Good review, Sawchoaster. 
Um, it's $20. It's included in the museum ticket, so it's $20 mm-hmm. to, like, get full access to the museum unless there's, like, a special exhibit and also tours. It's pretty nice considering, like, in New York it's, like, $50 to see one painting. Mm. Not that crazy, but, you know. Mm-hmm. Looking at you, Metropolitan Museum of Art. Anyway. Uh, shopping. Shopping's fun. Uh, we went to the Harry Potter stores, wasn't impressed. It was just, like, I don't know. It was, like, any merch store, pretty much. The one that I was, I thought was kind of cute was the wand store. It's mm-hmm. called, like, Wycott's Wands or something like that, and it's based on the wand shop that is described in the books. And they actually, like, did it up so it didn't just look like a store. Mm-hmm. It looked like an actual wand shop. It was really cute. I went to that one in Universal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was really... It was way too crowded for me to, like, really take in all the details, but it was still really nice. Yeah, it's like, that one That one got, like, an A for presentation for me. I still felt, you know, some type of way about it existing in that area of Salem, but, you know, it was cute. She was cute, and they had birds. Bird friends. Oh, bird friends are always welcome. I love bird friends. So, yeah, after... Our Harry Potter adventure, we went to one of my favorite stores. And it's called Die With Your Boots On. It's a alternative fashion store. And I was having a field day in there. <laughs> As you can imagine, given how much we talk about fashion on this show. Since so the store is called Die With Your Boots On, I was like, why don't I get a pair of shoes while I'm here? And I got these beautiful witchy... I don't know. How do you describe these? I don't know shoe types. I mean, they're pointed toe, and they've got, like, buckles. Yeah. Nice heel. And they have a planchette on the pointed heel. I mean, pointed toe. And there's, like, a little holographic uh, sphere on the planchette. And there's also the moon phases. And I love these. They're my favorite thing right now. I'm wearing them right now. I literally just got fancy. Just to wear them, <laughs> even though the only thing I had planned to do today was record. I was like, I'm gonna wear my shoes. My witch shoes. Go to Whole Foods later. Honestly, I should. I, I mean, I would. Yeah, do it. Do it. But, um, yeah, they had a lot of cute stuff. They had really cute platforms. They had all kinds of cute pins and accessories. I tried looking for your floppy hat, but they didn't really have much in the way of hats there. Oh, that's okay. That was kind of sad, because I wanted one, too. But, yeah. And unlike some other alternative clothing stores we've been to in past episodes, they're actually really nice. Oh, that's like... Yeah. That's nice. I was, I was happy. It was like, oh, they, they helped me out with finding my shoe size, and they're really nice. And they're like, oh, we're having an event later this month. You should come by. And I'm like, I would love to, but I live, like, three states away. Oh. I know. I was upset. When, if, I was gonna say when, yeah. No, I was gonna say if. When we go to Salem, we go in there. You better. Yes. So, after that, we got dinner. It was very spooky, haunted dinner of pasta. And. (laughs) (laughs) You mean spaghetti. Get away from me. I'm sorry, that was bad. It's staying in so people can know your shame. (laughs) Yeah, I don't even like puns. You make them all the time, though, you hypocrite. Yeah, and I hate every single one. Then why do you keep doing it? Because I'm gay. (laughs) 
Oh, that reminds me. Uh, Salem's very queer friendly. I would hope so. Yeah, right? <laughs> There's like pride flags on everything and I'm here for it. You'd be surprised. We were all gothed out and we got stares from people who were just like, like clearly like, oh my God, what are they wearing? It's like, it's Salem. What do you expect? I would also wonder if people are looking at you guys and thinking that you're being disrespectful because you're dressing up like that. I don't. From an outsider looking at you guys, I would wonder, like, I mean, not me, I wouldn't wonder, but, Mm -hmm. you know, be like, really, of all the places you're gonna dress like that? Like, that's kind of rude. But I also feel like people probably don't care too much. Yeah. I mean, like, obviously they don't know me, but I dress this way everywhere. (laughs) Yeah. And it's like, didn't we learn not to judge people based on appearances? You know, there was some really tacky Salem merchandise I saw. Like, there's this stupid shirt I saw. I was like, haha, I got stoned in Salem. That's not cute. It's not cute. Yeah, no, people died. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I think that's also historically inaccurate, but more importantly, very disrespectful. I remember when Alice went there, she wanted to get um, a cloak there, but then realized they were like a thousand dollars. Yeah. I was like, never mind. <laughs> there's some cute cloaks there. I did see some of them. Um,. I have my cloak already, though. I want a cloak so bad. Get a cloak. I don't have money. Get a cloak right (laughs) now. (laughs) It's also getting warm outside. Cloak. Okay. (laughs) Alright. What did we do? We last talked about pasta. Yes, so after the haunted pasta, the creepy pasta, if you will. See, that was a much better joke than my spaghetti. This is why you're the funny one. I'm, no, I'm we're both here. we're both funny, darn it. <laughs> How am I the funny one? Because you just think of these things like on the fly. You you just have this great sense of humor and you're super Stop. witty and it's no. like bam bam, it's great and I'm just like, damn it. <laughs> it took me 12 months to think of spaghetti. <laughs> I, I can't believe you're thinking about that joke before we started the podcast. <laughs> I saw it in a dream and I'm like, I gotta get ready for that moment. You saw a vision. <laughs> My time to shine. Spaghetti. <laughs> Thank you. Always. So after spaghetti, we went on a ghost tour. More spaghetti. More spaghetti. It was so funny. The ghost tour was actually one that they told us about when um, we were at the Harry Potter store. And we were like, oh, yeah, sure, we'll think about it. And then I looked it up, and it's like, oh, wait, it has amazing reviews. We need to go on this. <laughs> so they call it the Salem Night Tour. It was $10 admission per person, and it was incredible mm-hmm. because they actually got, like, a real historian to give the presentation and the tour. It was, like, a walk-around tour, so we walked around some sites in Salem, and... You know, he was, like, funny and engaging, and we learned really, really interesting things about Salem. So, one thing that I didn't know or even think about was that people use the witch trials to make money. Like, back in the day, exactly. I had the same face that you do right now. (laughs) So, if someone got accused while they were in prison, or in the particular case of the person they were telling us about... They ran away and left all their belongings behind. 
the government would just seize all that. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've heard of that. And a lot of the time, they, you know, officials would be the ones to keep the money and the property and all that. So there's this guy, Philip English. He was very well-to-do in his day. People didn't like him because he was Anglican. Because the Puritans, you know, they didn't believe all that fancy stuff. So they were like, yeah, we don't like you. So naturally, he was one of the uh, early people to get accused. And um, once he saw other people getting accused, he's like, we need to get out of here, like, right now. So him and his wife did escape the trials, and they came back, like, a year later. But all their property and money had been taken by the, I think it was the head sheriff? Something like that. He had some weird title, but his name was George Corwin. Mm-hmm. And he was a jerk. This man was awful. So Philip's like, hey, give me my stuff back. And then the sheriff's like, no, it's mine. I want it fair and square. And Philip's like, dang it. But because we live, this was in the uh, old timey days, uh, the sheriff died at the age of 30, just a few years later. And Philip was so bitter about his stuff still, you know, being in his possession that he hijacked the body and said, I'm not going to let you bury this guy unless you give me my stuff back or some sort of restitution, <laughs> which um, that's a level of petty like I want to aspire to. Body snatching? Yes. It's like, hey, you stole my property. I steal his body. So give me my stuff. Mm. So, yeah. <laughs> I just, I, I love that story so much. <laughs> Give me my house back or I'm going to steal your corpse. Yeah. I just, I love old-timey justice. You know, it's just, everything in Salem reminded me of when we were telling, like, ghost stories a few episodes back. And everlasting the, sleep. Everlasting faint. <laughs> and, like, all the laws are really stupid. <laughs> It was great. Like, that's all of New England. I was joking before saying that Salem was lawless, but it really was. You could just steal the sheriff's corpse, and then that's how you get your land back. But, um, the next stop on the tour was not so funny, because we stopped at the site of the Salem Dungeon, which is now an office building, weirdly enough. So we were standing in it, and we were talking about the torture that occurred there. Mm. Because it was pretty intense. Um, Our tour guide was telling us about they had something called coffin cells, which is pretty much exactly what it sounds like, where they would put you in like a coffin that was stood up and you would just stay in there for months while you awaited trial. That's awful. Yes. So how do you go to the bathroom? In there. You eat in there. Use facilities in there. A lot of people died in there. I'd imagine. Yep. And so he asked us, like, oh, what do you think is the earliest age? Who was the youngest person to be accused accused of witchcraft? Eight. Younger. Younger? Yes. Three. Almost. Four. Oh, my God. And um, what was her name? I've seen her... The church I'd refer to her as Dorcas, but I also saw in records her being referred to as Dorothy, so I'm not sure which one is correct. They could have used Dorothy as just an easier way of saying her name. Yeah, that's the thing about, like, old-timey 
things like all the spellings are different depending on where you look at you know people have different names depending on which source you look at so i'll be using them interchangeably so she was four years old and they put her in a coffin cell because you know that seemed logical you know she got accused for being a witch because basically she was a four-year-old i saw like people were upset because she was like biting people i'm just like have you ever met a four-year-old before they bite (laughs) So, the guy I was talking about before, actually the sheriff, he mm-hmm. went to the blacksmith and had to have commissioned shackles for her because they didn't have any that fit a four-year-old. I wonder why. Yeah, and just like, how do you do that and be like, yep, I'm in the right in this situation. I'm putting a four-year-old in jail. Mm-hmm. Mind you, she wasn't on trial at this point. She was just awaiting trial. Her mother, Sarah Good, was also accused for being a witch and she was actually executed yeah i was gonna say that name sounds familiar yeah she was like one of the famous victims of this um dorothy actually made it out alive thank god but she was reunited with her father and she didn't live very long she lived to be 15 and she couldn't have a normal life after that she needed a lot of help performing basic functions because being tortured and subjected to all that psychological abuse took a heavy toll on her. Yeah. Poor Bean. Yeah, and I had never heard her story before. Me neither. Most of the time we hear the witch trials, it's just like, ah, I saw Goody Proctor with the devil. Hee <laughs> ha And it's like, people know that it's serious stuff, but I didn't know the full extent. Yeah. Because it's like, people don't talk about... You know, they talk about the people who were executed, but they don't talk about the people that still suffered. Mm-hmm. So another thing that they did, I I mentioned this to you before the pot we started, but uh, they actually used to charge people. I think I mentioned it to you. I don't know. Okay. So they, um, while you were in prison, you racked up a bill because you had to pay for room and board and food. That was all stuff that you had... To pay for. Worst hotel ever. I know, right? Worst Airbnb experience ever. Zero stars. (laughs) Zero stars. So, yeah, you had to pay all of that. And you could be found innocent, but you would still be kept in jail until your your, uh, debt was paid. So, again, it just being a giant money-making scheme, they would keep people there. And a lot of innocent people died in jail because their families were too poor to bail them out. That's... Hecked up. Yes, it is. And, like, that really put it into perspective for me. I was just like, oh. This is terrible. Like I like I said before, I knew it was terrible, but I didn't know the full extent. Because mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes the humanity of the victims gets a little lost. We kind of, like I said before, it kind of becomes a sort of a myth in America about what happened at the witch trials. But... No, real people suffered. So yeah, after that killed everyone's fun, uh, we went to go see one of the filming locations for Hocus Pocus. Yay! And we were just like, hey. Everyone's like, tears streaming down their faces. Like, oh, I I love Hocus Pocus. Which spot did you go to? We went to the uh, space where they had like the dance where they, when they sang, I put a spell on you. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Uh, we saw the, like, exteriors for that. 
it was a uh, town hall. So that was cool. We we wanted to go see the other locations in the film because pretty much all the exterior shots for the movie are set in Salem and then everything else is like Hollywood. Mm-hmm. But we didn't have time to see them all. I'm so I'm sure there has to be like a specific hocus pocus tour, but yeah, I, I couldn't find it. <laughs> I mean, if there's not, somebody get on that. <laughs> yeah, right. Maybe there is like around Halloween time. I don't know. Maybe I know. Um, my girlfriend went during Halloween. And she said there's like a whole festival and everything, and that's when they bring out the Will- the Wilfred statue. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, they have the statue of her like from the end of the movie. Or... Yeah. I'm I'm mad. I only saw like the bewitched. Uh, statue for like a half a second because we were driving by. I know. I'm just like, yeah, forget Samantha. I want Winnie. She's the best. Uh But, um, so yeah, after we saw that, we went to, um, the site of the Salem Memorial. And I I really liked the way they did it because all the people that were executed because they were criminals, they just got put in unmarked graves somewhere. And we may never know where they actually lie. So they have the memorial like adjacent to a very old cemetery. And they just have sort of benches for each of them. And they go around in the courtyard. And people still leave flowers for them. And it's it's really nice. Aww. And um, the cemetery... Oh, no, actually. I learned the difference between a cemetery and a graveyard oh. during this trip. Because there is a difference. I okay. didn't know. Uh, so cemeteries are more designed to be sort of like parks that are specifically for burials. Mm-hmm. And then graveyards are usually churchyards that are used for that purpose. I feel like it's a very slight difference, but these differences matter to some people. Yeah. <laughs> and that's okay. Yeah, no, it was just really interesting because I always use them interchangeably. I'm like, oh, there's an actual difference. Cool. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, where we went to was a graveyard. Um, we did this tour at night, and we were lucky enough to go see the cemetery during the day because at night they don't allow people in. Mm-hmm. Um, not specifically sure why, but I don't know. We could have some ideas. Yeah. <laughs> don't take pictures there. Anyway, um, so that was where one of the judges was buried from the witch trials. A good old man named John Hawthorne. Or Hathorne. I heard both pronunciations. I don't know what's true anymore. Um, there was also a grave of someone who got struck by lightning. And there was a huge tree that grew out of it that got struck by lightning. Oh, that's pretty cool. It was very strange. <laughs> so... You know, we went again during the the day on Sunday to go see it, because it's so weird. And I also Mm -hmm. love old-timey graves, because they usually have, like, really dumb things on them. Well, not dumb, but it's like, cause of death, everlasting fate. (laughs) (laughs) So we saw the lightning one, and it did say that he was struck by lightning, so that was really weird. (laughs) And um, we went to visit the judge, and we had a few... Thoughts and opinions, but instead we took the classy route and just whipped and nay-nayed on his grave. <laughs> Which is definitely one of the prouder moments of my life. <laughs> it's okay to dance on graves of people who are awful. Yeah, no, he killed people. Directly, indirectly, whatever. 
He sentenced innocent people to death, and he never apologized for it. A bunch of other people who were involved in the trials eventually did come around and was like, oh, we were wrong. But he was like, no, nah, I did the right thing. So he can go to heck. Also, like, pushing back women's med- medicine studies, like, years, because a lot of the people who were killed were midwives who were studying mm-hmm. women's biology and were like, oh, if we do X, Y, Z, can help you feel better. And people are like, what? Witchcraft. I know. There was, this, uh, there was one victim, Rebecca Nurse, who was just, I think she had some sort of, um, she was like in her 70s or 80s, and she had some issues with senility. So she didn't even understand what was happening when they put her on trial. And um, they found her not guilty originally. But then they were like, oh, you should reconsider. The judge said that. And then they reconsidered, quote unquote, and then they found her guilty and they executed her. What the heck? I don't know. No double jeopardy? This was before the law. (laughs) It was basically just like, do whatever you want until you get what you do what I want, you know? It's so it's so stupid and backwards. Can you imagine that happening today? So yeah, the graveyard was really interesting. I was trying to read some of the graves. There was someone that was on the Mayflower that was actually buried there. Oh, that's cool. So it was like super, super old. They're also very thin graves too. I just feel like they like snap in half at any second. But I don't know how they've st- they've stayed up for so long. Um, what else? We did some more shopping on the second day. We went to this place called Emporium 23, and it was basically a early 20th century vintage oddity store. So they had a lot of, like, flapper girl outfits, like, authentic stuff, and it was a blast. What did I get? I got a little pin that had, like, a death head on it because we had seen the graves. I was like, oh, I love it. That was cool. So that's pretty much everything we did in Salem. <laughs> Questions, comments, concerns. This is the Q and A portion. Can I go to the bathroom? No. Darn. It's an emergency. All right, but take the hall pass. <laughs> <laughs> so now, since we have some insider knowledge, I suppose when we go there, you'll know where to go and where to not go. Kind of. Ooh. So one thing I'll recommend to warn, rather, our listeners about is, oh my god, the driving situation in Salem is absolutely horrendous. (laughs) Because when they built it, they weren't thinking about cars. They weren't thinking about anything, really. So it's not driver-friendly very much. There's very limited parking, and it's all metered, and you need to download an app to use it, which is another money-making scheme, I feel. Um, but yeah, their road planning doesn't make any sense. There's a bunch of one-ways that become dead ends. There are one-ways that don't tell you that they're a one-way until you get halfway down. I don't know. I don't know. Sometimes we would just try to, like, move the car just for convenience sake, but then we'd end up in the car for like a half an hour because nothing made sense and we kept getting lost. <laughs> so it'd be more convenient to just walk. I mean, everything's yeah. like right there, right? Yeah, pretty much. Um, we definitely wanted to drive because it wasn't super warm. Mm. The first day we were there, it was chilly. 
and we didn't want to, like, walk everywhere. But, um, I heard that during the sum- spring and summer times, probably the best time to go because you could just walk it. Right. So, now we know. Thank you for sharing with the class. Yeah, that's my report on Salem. That's about a B plus. Good job. What can I do to improve? You didn't have any pictures or visual displays. Why would I show... I can't show them a picture. They can't hear a picture. It just reminds me of something Eric said the other day when um, I was ranting about music to him. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I love when you rant about music. He does the same thing, too. He's like, I'll always be here to listen to you with open eyes. <laughs> so if you're willing to listen to me with open eyes, you will see the pictures. <laughs> or look at us with open ears. <laughs> it sounds like a lot of fun I can't wait to go Yes, we're going right now Let's go Let's go, pack your bags go. I have work tomorrow, but I guess I can't go in Grab your backpack, let's go you I'll, I'll can... tell them I caught the virus and I can't go Yeah <laughs> That's not funny, I'm, so, yeah, no, I'm no. laughing because my co-workers are so Up in arms about it Yeah, you said that they're mostly like Older, dare I say Boomer type people Yes. So, of course, you know, they're the ones that are falling for the media scandal. And at the same time, they're like, you know, this is really just the media trying to scare us. And then it's working. So how can you criticize? And then they're, like, sanitizing their desk every three minutes. And I'm like, Martha, calm down. Just wash your hands. Right? (laughs) Oh, shoot. I almost forgot to tell about the murder house. Oh, shoot. How do I get murder? How do I almost forget about murder? I'm ashamed of myself. So, the witch trials weren't the only terrible, gruesome thing that happened in Salem. So, in 1830, there was a ship captain whose name was Joseph White. We heard the story twice, and it seems like the account kind of varies, but I did look this up. Originally, we just thought he was a sea captain, but it turns out he was a slave trader. Yay! So, he was brutally murdered in his home. Oh, no. I know, not the slave trader. No. Uh, he was 82 years old. How did he get to live so long? Because he was rich. That's not fair. He lived in the four-story mansion I was talking about before. He was bludgeoned to death and also stabbed, I think, 13 times, which... Haha. 13. <laughs> 13. So... People were like, um, wow, this is crazy. How'd this murder happen? And they were looking into it. They ruled out robbery pretty quickly because he just had, like, doubloons out in the open all over his house and nothing was taken. He just bled doubloons. Basically. Two gold doubloons. Pretty sure there was more than two. Plastic. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah. So they ruled out robbery. And then they thought, oh, what if he, you know, someone who was anti-slavery killed him? Because at that point, slavery was illegal in Massachusetts, not the whole U.S., though. And it was looked down upon, but also people still benefited from it because a lot of the families in the area had money from trading. Yeah. And a lot of, you know, there's a lot of big ports over there, so a lot of people running, like, ships. And who was... You know, the manual labor on these ships. I wonder. Hmm. Mm. 
So yeah, it was looked down upon, but still people were benefiting off of it. So they're like, oh, maybe someone killed him because of that. But then, you know, that didn't really pan out. But then, get ready for this. It was just good old-fashioned American greed, because his niece's daughter's husband, who was a scoundrel, wanted his money. Now, the niece was, like, his favorite niece, so she was going to be the one to inherit everything. And then, obviously, it trickled down. Mm-hmm. Some would get to him. So, this is, like, super playing the long game. Because it's like, yeah, I'm going to murder him. And then, like, eventually I'll see, like, $2. <laughs> <laughs> Two whole dollars. Two, Two gold bills. <laughs> I'll get my me doubloons. <laughs> Which is basically what happened. So... He conspired with his brother and these two other, like, rich boys who came from a good family, but, you know... So he really a- is only getting two gold blooms. Pretty much. He's the only one to gain in any of this, because everyone else is rich. They're just like, oh, yeah, we want to murder someone. Let's do it. So, yeah. Um, one of the... The two brothers that were from the rich family were the Crown and Shield brothers. One of them planned it out, and the other one actually was the one that committed the murder. So when they found all this out, they arrested everyone immediately, and one of the Crown and Shields killed himself. Because there was a very weird law back then where you couldn't arrest someone, you couldn't try someone and find them guilty of being an accomplice to murder without convicting someone of being the murderer. I don't know. Old-timey law is stupid. (laughs) So then he killed himself. I think his brother got a lesser charge in the end. But the niece's daughter's husband and his brother were both executed for it. Okay. Yay! So he didn't get his gold blooms. No, he got death. Okay, good. And so this was like a really famous like media frenzy back in the day. People were talking about it. Um, it inspired... It partially inspired Edgar Allan Poe to write Telltale Heart, because, you know, it's a, the guy's just, like, bragging about how he killed this old guy in his room, which is basically exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. It's like, I did it. And that's partially why they got caught, was because someone was drunkenly, drunkenly, like, saying, like, hey, I killed a rich guy. Did they put yeah. him under the floorboards, too? They should have. <laughs> They're here! Under the floorboards! (laughs) But, yeah. um, So, it was a very influential case. And one of the other people that it inspired was the Parker Brothers of the board game Empire. So, they wanted to, like, sort of adapt it into a game where it's like, Oh, let's let's see who who killed Mr. White, because it took them so long to find out, mm-hmm. and eventually that game became the American version of Clue. Wonderful. Yep. So that was the Clue House. I mean, that's kind of cute. It is cute. It's weird, but it's cute. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know Clue was based off a real murder. It was an English game originally called Cluedo. What? I don't know. Cluedo, you know. That word, that's a real word in English. But they shortened it to Clue, and they added more elements from that particular murder into the storyline. Okay. And then it became Clue. So, yeah. Yay. (laughs) 
How did I do on my history report? All right, you'll get an A. Yay! <laughs> it's only because I mentioned Clue, right? Mm-hmm. I'm still, I'm terrible at that game. Oh, me too. It's just, now I can say, hey, I know what caused this. <laughs> wow, everyone that way, as I lose miserably. <laughs> Do we need to mention to our audience why we are putting an episode about Salem? I think... <laughs> goth topic episode. I don't think we have to explain why we're doing an episode on Salem. Okay. It's like, there were other goths there. There's a lot of alt people going to Salem. We saw some Lolitas. It was really awesome. That's cool. Because if there should be a place that's opening to people who see themselves outside of the norm, it should be Salem. It's kind of beautiful in a way. It is. And, you know, I mentioned before that there were some old people, you know, old fuddy-duddies that are just like, why can't you just wear slacks like everyone else? Because slacks are boring, Grandpa. Yeah. Skateboards away. <laughs> but... <laughs> On your, yeah. like, platform shoes. Yeah. <laughs> platform Heelys. TM. All right, steal. Don't steal it. It's mine. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, in more recent years, I feel like Salem has become a real, like, destination to be for alternative people. Because, mm-hmm. like I said, if there's anywhere that should be accepting, it should be Salem. So we did see quite a few others there. Um... I was happy about that. There was some alternative clothing stores, which I mentioned before. Go to die with your boots on. They deliver. Um, yeah, it's very welcoming in that way. Ooh, I almost forgot to mention the scariest thing we encountered there. Oh. So we didn't encounter any ghosts or monsters, but we did encounter some drunk Massachusetts sports fans. Oh. Thankfully, like, even they were okay. They didn't say anything to us, but they were just screaming. <sighs> yeah, they were just out in the night screaming in the, you know, on Saturday night. It's like, go Pats! Wake up, wake up on a Saturday night. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, honestly, that was the scariest thing that we saw in Salem. It could be worse. It could have been way worse, but... You know, unfortunately, we didn't see any ghosts or what else do people think is in Salem? I don't know. Zombies? Are there zombies in Salem? I I was going to say vampires, but that's Louisiana. Someday. One day. One day. But yeah. That's another place my girlfriend has gone and I haven't. (laughs) We did see some witches. It was terrifying. Ooh, you looked in the mirror? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And... I, I was so sad. I lost the hat that you made for me. I know. It's okay. I'll make you another one. Thank you. It was the cute beanie. I think I've mentioned it before on the podcast because I'm usually wearing it when we record. Yeah. I'm not wearing it today and I just feel naked. Well, it's really warm out today anyway. I just feel naked. <laughs> <laughs> well, now I have all summer to work on making you another one. Thank you. Do you have a color request? I think you know me. <laughs> Orange it is. Please no. <laughs> should I do the clothes off? Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else we should mention. Did you have any questions about anything? Or... Not really. Okay. And I know we do have some shout-outs to do. Shout-outs? Mm-hmm. Cool. But, uh, yeah, that was my little weekend trip to Salem. I highly recommend it to anyone who's interested. Yeah, if you guys have gone to Salem, like, let us know what are your thoughts. Yes, because we do plan to go sometime soon. 
Um, and I know I didn't see everything there is to see there, but if you have any recommendations or other things, let us know. One of my, um, one of my ex-co-workers actually messaged me, like, and I didn't see it because, you know, I was so busy, but she messaged me like, oh, did you go to this place or that place? I'm like, no, I didn't see your message until I was already in Jersey. So I already, I already have a growing list of things I want to do next time I'm there. Good. I'm going to rely on you and your list. Yes. Big mistake. <laughs> We're going to the Halloween Museum. We're going to the Pirate Museum. Yes. We're going to the Rubber Band Museum. There wasn't actually a Rubber Band Museum, but I'm sure someone would try. I mean, I would go to a Rubber Band Museum if it was cheap. <laughs> $25. All right. Before our close off, we have a few shout outs. Shout outs. So we have. Cat Fam on Instagram. Thank Cat you very fam. much for your kind comments. I love kind comments. And we have Goth Rights as well on Instagram. Thank you very much. Goth Rights are human rights. Banana. <laughs> <laughs> New song. New theme song. Coming never. <laughs> All right, here's the script. <clears throat> Well, that's it for today, guys. Don't forget to subscribe and we'll put out new episodes every week. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at GothTopicPod, where you'll find updates, our own musings, as well as sharing our favorite memes and videos, and when we go on trips, stories of those trips. Yep. And our faces. Mm-hmm. I was so nervous about posting my face on there. You got so many likes and comments. I'm famous, you guys. <laughs> uh, do you have any links? Um, so, yeah, I did use some resources just to refresh refresh my memory on Salem history, and I'll also link the uh, places that I went to down below, so okay. you can check them out. So those will be there. Give us a rating on iTunes, and we'll shout you out in a future episode, or, you know, just come to our inbox and tell us you like us. Yeah, that's, honestly, that's as good as gold. Yeah. Those I mean, make my day. They really, really make us, like, so happy and smiley. You have no idea. I know. People are nice and they're not yelling at us. I still get a little scared whenever I see the notification and we got a message. I'm like, oh no. And then it's someone who's like, you guys are great. And I like tear oh. up. <laughs> um, yeah, tell us what you guys think. Shoot us a DM, add us, or email us at gothtopicpod.com. We love talking to you guys and we'll you know, see you in the next episode. See you guys. Bye. Bye bye. Goth rights are human rights. Banana. Goth rights are human rights. Banana. Goth rights are human rights. I was flat. Can we do it again? <laughs> okay. <laughs> 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 <laughs>